When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Stripe Tap to Pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. This is the Daily Tech News Show for Thursday, December 27th, 2018 from DTNS headquarters in Los Angeles. I'm Tom Merritt. And from Studio Feline, I'm Sarah Lane. And from all the other places, we should all say a thing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> man, I, I'm not used to it when there's like a nine-man rotation, but here we go. Hi, from Oakland, California, I'm Justin Robert Young. Salt Lake City, I'm Scott Johnson. Hey! And from LA- Happy holidays, you guys. How was I, your Christmas? I didn't even get to, to put my name. My name's Roger Chang, and the show's producer. We're That's all... Sh- oh, man. It's you know it's it's shaken off the rust from the from the big break we've been on. That's it's as if we haven't done this every day for four years. It's the pine needles. I have lots of pine needles on the carpet. I need to vacuum yeah. up, and that's from last year's tree. Well, yeah. I hope you all got uh, lovely presents, uh, ate lots of food, spent time with family, and are now avoiding that family while you listen to our end of 2018 predictions results episode. Uh, this is a fine tradition dating back to 2005 or six on Buzz Out Loud, where we not only make a predictions episode at the end of the year, but then the next year we hold ourselves accountable. We look back at the predictions. We made about technology for 2018 at the end of 2017 and compare them to how they actually turned out. Uh, friends, are you ready to yeah. judge each other's predictions? I'm ready. I, I'd like the know, term I'd... evaluate. It's less judgy. Uh, let's evaluate each other. Yes. In, with you. love. Sounds more judgy. Now, uh, when you are evaluating, uh, you can uh, give a yes, a no, or partial credit. And we're going to start with you, Scott Johnson. Uh, Mm. You predicted that an open source, by the way, I loved this prediction, an open source voice slash life assistant would hit the market and shake up the walled gardens of Amazon, Google, etc. I was sure that this was going to happen, that this was going to be the year. I'm still convinced it's a thing. I already, I mean, I know of some uh, open source things that are happening, but nothing took anything by storm or challenged the big now five <laughs> or whatever it is uh, voice assistants we're dealing with. So um, my prediction was twofold. It was not only would a, a smaller um, grassroots thing become 
a standard or get people excited and we would see some adoption, but it had another side to that sword, which was, or another edge to that sword, which was, it was going to be, um, you know, something that, that, that made big companies maybe decide, well, maybe we don't want to be so exclusive about where our, our stuff is. You know, Google already puts okay Google on everything. Uh, I thought maybe Apple might be uh, pressured to do something like that. If this sort of third party thing came out of, out of nowhere and it didn't really happen. So I'm bummed because in years past, I think last year I did a lot better than this year. And this year, this one's already kind of a bust. Well, Scott, what about, um, you know, the assistants, at, at least in 2018, having opened themselves up to other platforms mm, as far as AI yeah, assistants no. go? I, I, the, I, sorry, Sarah, go ahead. That's, I don't know. I, I, I hear Tom poo-pooing me already. He I, said, I, I'm, I'm going to stick up for you. I, I think that, that I think that, that there has been more commingling than I thought there would be in, in the, the way that even Apple still looks at Siri is that that is a Apple specific uh, uh, device. That is, a, that is a, a privilege you get for having an Apple device is our voice assistant. And yet the most successful ones, you know, there are now, although the, 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 the Sonos doesn't fully have integrated Google and uh, Alexa, right? But they promised to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't have anything but Alexa, really. But um, but no. But my point is, sure, no. This is not the open source uh, um, uh, uh, idea that that Scott had suggested a year ago. But it's definitely more open as far as cross-platform stuff than it had been in the past. All yeah, right, no, stop. I, stop. Uh, hold on, wait a minute, Tom. Stop muling and just get your get your poo pooing out in the give open. Give me a give me a moment. Give me a, mo- a moment in edgewise, and I will. It open is not what's going on. Like actually, not having walls up might be going on. Cortana uh, working along with with Amazon Voice Services is great. That's not open. That's two closed systems agreeing to work with each other. Having a big garden where all the walled gardens can be is not open. Open is when you're like, hey, I don't have to approve you to do something. You can just do it. All of these are still deals that are worked out with everybody. That's that's why I'm muling. Uh, and yeah, and, and and Scott also specified open source, which, by the way, there are open source assistants. There were even last year when he made this prediction, like Mycroft and Jasper, which is why I loved the prediction, because I, w- I would love one of those to get some traction and truly be open. Yeah, and I thought one of those might be it. I remember... Uh, thinking that one of these was just going to take fire. And I didn't know. The problem is I didn't know who's going to adopt it hardware-wise. The problem is all the exciting uh, hardware that people are buying, all the devices people are buying, are brand names who also want to have their own assistant blow up. And in my head, I was thinking, well, we'd have a lot of other kinds of devices that come out that don't have a strategy for this, and they're going to need one. They're going to need a an, an API, a plug-in, a third party or something. And that didn't exactly happen. Instead, they adopted other big name stuff, uh, in particular, uh, uh, mostly Google. But you saw a lot of uh, Amazon integration and a lot of stuff. And you also saw some stuff happen with Cortana in a way that that I didn't expect. So it's probably just a longer term prediction because I do think at some point Mm. they're going to there'll be a third or uh, I keep saying third party. It's not what I mean, but there'll be an open source effort that's so good and so accurate and so wide ranging that it will make the others look bad. And that's why it'll take off. And that was kind of the other side of my I didn't like this prediction when it was made, and I'm happy to dance on its grave uh, that <laughs> now and forever. Because uh, for this reason, not because I don't think that you are, are right in your general uh, uh, want, but to me, the strength of open source 
uh, uh, programs in general are when the when there is a clear need, there is an answer to walled garden approaches that are either too complicated, too expensive, or too kludgy to use. Uh, that's where open source can always be freer, simpler, or more direct to the point. Right now, voice assistants are pretty well liked. People in general like their, their 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 voice assistants. It's not all that pricey. In fact, Amazon's looking to to figure out the cheapest possible way to get one into your house. So uh, I think the other side of of why it wouldn't be good or why it's unlikely to me to be open sourced is because that kind of stuff is expensive. It takes a lot of work to continue to make a voice assistant cutting edge, and and that's something that is I think to the weakness of the open source community that's why i what i would like sarah lane's uh comments to become true is if there really were an opening where someone said hey uh i'm making this great uh assistant and i want it to be truly open not just using opening as a marketing term but like anybody can write to it run things on it uh which you know amazon does have a little bit of that with the skills api i'll, I'll grant them so does google uh but like truly opening it up and allowing it to run on, without having to have prior approval that that would be my thing. Uh, Scott's other prediction was that Microsoft will hit a crossroads where they will have to decide to be all in on Xbox or get out. This is the year they decide that, Scott said last year, though it could take five years to see it happen, he also said. Well, okay. I wish I could go back in time and slightly modify my comments so it still worked. But they didn't really do that. Um, they are doubling down on Xbox, but they're doing it in such a way that it tethers it directly to the PC. I think Game Pass is the best subscription service in gaming right now. Yeah, you heard me say it. I'm usually pretty critical of Xbox and where they've been. But I think Game Pass is brilliant. It's growing, and I think it's going to keep growing. And I think they will they will likely end up with the first really mainstream premiere Netflix for video game pie-in-the-sky solution if they keep going. And that will feed both their Xbox side and reinvigorate their PC side, which they have let languish for years and fall into the hands like people have, like Valve and others. So, So I am... I am now bullish on the future of Microsoft in gaming. It is not, it, it somewhat came true in that it's not 100% Xbox. Where I was wrong is saying you've either got to go all in or not. It turns out you can kind of hybrid this thing and there's a way to do it. Market conditions are right to support that. So, so yeah, wrong, but feeling good about where they're going. Partial credit? Partial credit. Give me, give me a B, B minus. Yeah, you got, you got 30%. 30%. Thank you, man. There we go. I, right. I, I award partial credit, but only because it seems like under Sache Nadella, they're <laughs> always like on on some of uh, 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 totally vibrating uh, opinion on what Microsoft, what, what Xbox's role in Microsoft. <laughs> has been. From the moment he came in, there were rumors that he didn't see a future in it and wanted to spit it off. And every day that he doesn't, I guess, is tacit approval that they have some faith in it. So I, I agree partial credit. Thank you. All right. Now, Jen Cutter could not be with us, unfortunately, uh, to talk about her predictions from last year. Uh, and, and we hope she's doing well. Uh, but Roger is going to step in and address her predictions from last year. The first one being that the Xbox One X would be the last Xbox. Uh, and unfortunately, uh, Microsoft, well, depending on, on which uh, side of the debate you're standing on, disappointed or, or uh, 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 encouraged you because they mentioned that they were going to they were working on the next next generation of Xbox, Xbox Scarlet. So, the One X being the very last one, no, that 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 did not come to pass. Yeah, and not only that, 
um, they've all confirmed ideas like standalone Xbox devices that would be just streaming devices, boxes that would just be download to this box and play it here. No physical disc type solutions, possibly a flagship device that would be a more traditional, you know, put discs in it and have huge capacity and all of that. Like, I think they've had a decision. I think a meeting happened. I don't, this goes back to Justin's comment. I don't think he's wrong about Satya Nadella's coming into the company and thinking, well, this may be the one weak thing we want to cut out at some point. And I think that they have come to an agreement with the direction they're going. And I think they've all been okay with it. And part of that is a strategy that includes future consoles, but maybe not in the way we're used to not giant leaps in technology, not the fastest machine on the market, but the best services tied to a machine that can run them on the market is what they're aiming for. I also think Sony has to aim for that. So I think they're right in line with what they need to be in line with, but it's definitely not their last Xbox. It's sure. definitely not their last. And, and it's weird because, you know, there's always been a debate like this Xbox a service or is it hardware? And, you know, as, as time rolls on, it's, you know, effectively both, right? It's both a living room computer or wherever you put the machine. Uh, but it is also a service as, you know, I, as an Xbox One owner, I get pretty much actually every game I got for the system I got digitally from the Microsoft store. So there there are no discs involved unless I'm watching a movie that I bought like five years ago. Um, but it's it's really interesting because for the longest time, you know, you know, ever since the 360, you know, was, was eclipsed by the Xbox, was that you know everyone had this opinion that Microsoft was very much just wandering the wilderness with the Xbox. Like, where do you want to go with it? Is it your all-in-one entertainment machine? Is it a video gaming machine? Is it, you know, what do you want it to be? And I think, you know, what you guys have been describing is like Microsoft just focusing up, focusing up on what they actually want to do, what they want to accomplish uh, with the machine instead of just having, well, we need to be in this space, so let's have a competitor out there. In the same way, like, you know, Zune was like, well, you know, my Apple's in this, you know, uh, music uh, music space. We need to offer something very similar. So let's just, you know, put together a product, service. Yeah push it out there to see who bites apparently no one or not a lot yeah. uh and yeah. you know people xbox and the zoom are not a good comparison people because of the still, fate of the zoom still but, squirting but, but yeah someone's squirting their friend somebody and please stop uh jen's <laughs> other prediction <laughs> was that uh canada would take a stronger stance on net neutrality and uh you know legally they have they uh um, uh late not late last year but uh Earlier this year, they uh, uh, they enshrined. Let me see if I make this bigger for everyone uh, in Parliament. Net neutrality in the telecoms uh, uh, legislation. So that part has come to pass. However, as we know, with all things, it's not the end of the debate. And telecom companies, both in Canada and outside of it, are still pushing to maybe have some modification of this law and something that the CRTC, the uh, the Canadian version of the FCC has not necessarily dismissed out of hand. Now, as I, if I remember, Jen was saying, as, as the United States uh, looks to to roll back net neutrality, Canada will make it stronger. Sounds like that, that happened. That, like- that, that happened. That part happened. Um, but uh, it's it's definitely still an ongoing story. Yeah, but, it, it's but, not, but I think yeah. she gets credit. For yeah, the, no, yeah, no, no, no. I think that, that, that is the... Uh, you know, a, 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 a full point in my, in my, in my estimate. Hi, this is Matt and Sean from two black guys. With good credit. If you own or operate a business, 
whether it's a local operation or a global corporation. Partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024. The Claude 3 model family from Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. With models at every point on the price-performance curve, you no longer have to make trade-offs between intelligence, speed, and cost. Claude 3 Opus sets new industry benchmarks for intelligence. Sonnet strikes the perfect balance between skills and speed. And Haiku is the fastest and lowest cost model on the market, perfectly designed for high-volume, high-speed use cases. Join the thousands of enterprises who trust Anthropic to keep them at the frontier. Visit anthropic.com slash Claude today. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Stripe Tap to Pay on iPhone came along and changed everything. With Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. No more juggling different methods. Just a simple tap on my iPhone and transactions are complete. What's truly remarkable is how Stripe caters to all my customers' preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Stripe ensures a smooth checkout experience every time. Setting up Stripe was a breeze, taking just minutes to get up and running. From local markets to global retailers, Stripe helped me expand my reach and grow my business with ease. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, Visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Yeah. yeah, she nailed it. Good job, Jen Cutter. Woo-hoo. All right, let's move on to my own predictions. Uh, and and I'll, I, will, I will throw myself on the mercy of the court with this one uh, because we recorded too early. Uh, Bitcoin was on a, on a run. <laughs> a and, heater. Uh, yeah. At, at the time we recorded, I, I think it was probably around $10,000 per coin. And I said, Bitcoin's going to pass $15,000 next year. Well, and lo and behold, it did pass $15,000 by the end of December. <laughs> so I think it was, in fact, at $15,000 when the year began. However, Sarah, as I think you were probably pointing towards, it certainly didn't stay there. No, it sure didn't. Um, and I know a lot of people um, whose uh, IRAs uh <clears throat> have uh have have uh have have been a part of anyway we won't neither here nor there but uh but yes you're right what when you when you made this prediction i mean it was like yeah it's going to get to 15 it's definitely going to and it did well and what was crazy is i thought it was on a trajectory to eventually hit 15 like i was like yeah it's gonna keep going it's gonna hit 15 it might even go farther uh, and it, it spiked too fast um, and then, of course, imploded to, you know, hitting around $3,000 towards the end of this year. And there's even been some allegations now that there was price in, uh, manipulation roughly a year ago when when the buy, buy, buy phase of uh, a Bitcoin was ongoing. Uh, uh, that has always been one of the things that people have worried about. But certainly if Whoa. the everything OK, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's Sarah it's Bitcoin. Fellow. Yeah, if, if the uh, 
if, 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 if the idea here was to show that Bitcoin was a robust, healthy financial option, then that does not seem to be warranting of a point. Yeah, it's a letter of the law, a letter of the prediction, spirit of the prediction, sort of. I'm I'm into giving you the point, though. Look, I, I remember texting you a year ago when, when this was happening, and I'm like, you nailed it, dog. Yeah, and, and I, I was like, wow, do I still get it if it happened before the year? So I think I you know. get extra. You get two points. Justin, Justin gives it to me. All right. No objections from anyone else? Um, take it, Tom. Ooh, take your point. I feel much better about the next one. Uh, and by the way, predictions. I've been doing prediction results shows for a long time. I generally don't get them right, so I'm very pleased with my performance this year. Uh, a viable password replacement will be launched by major tech companies, and in fact, Google launched its Titan Key, uh, f- which is going to be available for consumers, and uh, Microsoft announced passwordless accounts, uh, both on the FIDO standard. So we actually got launches of both of these things. I didn't predict they would become massively adopted uh, or how successful they would be, uh, but they are there. And I honestly do think they are going to continue to to get uptake and and we're on a slow train to a new way of logging in and authenticating. Oh, 100%. I think you, uh, I mean, we're not, you know, we're not 100% there, but I'm not even sure your prediction was that we'd be 100% there. It was more like we are going to make big strides here. And we did, or I say we, <laughs> some <laughs> standards have made big strides. And it's awesome because uh, the stuff that has been described lately in terms of, I forgot the name of it, the one that uh, Google was doing and they changed the name. Anyway, that one is really Hi. cool. Yes, thank you. I want uh, that and I want it today. And I, I liked your prediction. I think Tom should get uh, nine tenths uh, credit. Wait, oh, no, wait, why well, only nine, nine tenths? tenths? I know, like, well, he's like, one that was is, great. Not, nine out of ten. It's just, not, it's just not in every hand on every device. I didn't in every predict that it scenario. would be. I said a viable replacement will be launched. That's all I said. Okay, fair enough. Ten out of ten. <laughs> you can have your ten. I'm only fighting so hard for it because I feel like this might be the first time I actually did predict something like there's no hedging like what i said actually happened and don't i don't worry scott it, it's 10 now but it'll be 15 by new year's and then three <laughs> year all right smarty pants justin robert young let's uh let's take a look at your predictions from last year St- starting with uh fox will be bought by disney Disney will be bought by Apple. Oh, so close. Yeah. And Wolverine will appear in a Marvel movie. Now, technically, Fox has not closed its deal with Disney. No. Uh, but it is it is all but done at this point. We're just waiting for the clock to run out. So we probably would give you that portion of it. Now, I, I will say that some of the spirit of what I was talking about uh, uh, is something that is now rumored to have come to pass. The reason why I thought that uh, that the rest of Fox would be an acquisition target for Apple is that they continue to want to beef up what their, uh, their, their TV service. Basically they, uh, now the, the rumors that all the original content that they're going to be creating would be free in the TV app, which is already a, an aggregator. They like live things. And one of the things that, uh, the justice department or, uh, I don't know if it's the justice department, uh, but basically the, the federal government, mandated that disney could not have in the fox acquisition were the regional sports networks that fox owns right 
those are now apparently the apple of Amazon's eye. But but the idea being that that kind of content would would land with a a, a Silicon Valley company uh, was I think where I was driving at. I got hey a man, hey man, there. if you're if you want to say like, oh, did I say Disney? I meant Warner. Oh, did I say Apple? I meant AT and T. Uh, you're in. You're in like Flynn. I know. I know. Uh, look, uh, 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 go big or go home. And I've apparently decided to go home. <laughs> uh, well, don't go home yet. You have another prediction. I know. Like. I know. I, I don't even remember it, but I'm sure it's terrible. Wolverine uh, uh, definitely should appear in a Marvel movie, though. And even well, though you didn't. You know, I was I was I was banking on on some kind of like tease little thing uh, uh, to kind of uh, uh you know, show off the uh, uh, the merger, but uh, since it's still not totally uh, locked down, then you know, I think that's a little bit. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say partial. We give we give, give Justin partial on this one. For for Fox did uh, did get bought by Disney, uh, even though it is not closed yet. Uh, that that deal I think is acceptable. Uh, as as it was also a fairly it was a fairly brave prediction at the time. A lot of people were poo-pooing it. I think I might even have thought you were a slightly bit crazy. I don't think the negotiations were even started, or we didn't know about it. This feels like a good strong win in in his well, department. It, also, it, final. it wound up becoming an eleventh hour uh, uh, bidding war situation with Comcast coming in and right buy them, and 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 then Disney kind of uh, staying the course. Well, in fact, if Comcast hadn't moved in, you you probably would have a lock solid. It probably would have closed by now. But yeah, yeah. there you go. Uh, the other one you suggested would happen this past year is that a driverless car would be approved and running in Pittsburgh as a test. Man, I really no more specifics. <laughs> <laughs> right? If you'd said we'll be running somewhere as a test, yeah. you'd be in again. Which I don't know is that even happening? Uh, yeah, uh, Waymo is is doing yeah. its its driverless cars. Uh, it it does have human drivers on board. Yeah, the, but that, they that, are. That was, that was the point that I was trying to make. I was ah, trying. Okay. I was trying to say that there would be a fully headless uh, uh, car on the street somewhere. There's some buses on limited routes doing it in in, yeah, in a few Vegas, places. Vegas has one. Yeah. Right. Yep. Uh, uh, there's one in Singapore as well, and a few other places. But yeah, no, I, I, I meant more of the, uh, uh, the, uh, you know, regular, uh, buzzing around. Although, you know, I'll tell you what, that, that's another thing that if it weren't for that pesky, uh, death out there in Arizona, that might've been further along. <sighs> yeah, no, sadly, uh, that's the case because Uber, of course, doing its tests in Pittsburgh with safety drivers on board, uh, shut down its, its, its experiments there. Uh, and it doesn't look like they're going to be bringing them back anytime soon, really. Yeah, and that came after the death in Arizona, where yeah. uh, you know, for uh, a bunch of different reasons, uh, you know, the worst possible thing in that scenario happened. So, so you got partial for one. You know, partial, partial for one. Uh, no more from here on out. I'm just going to say somebody's going to release a computer. Yeah, you could be like Scott and say like <laughs> yeah. uh, a product will have be a decision. A computer that's faster yeah faster <laughs> than the one before i, I yeah that's my new prediction there's going to be a brand new phone screen format <laughs> that everyone yeah. will hate but it's going to yeah. take off like crazy another phone will have the dreaded notch <laughs> exactly yeah a uh, new kind uh, of notch. will be implicated in a hacking scandal 
<laughs> a, a big data breach will stun people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All warming up for tomorrow's prediction show. Perhaps folks. it'll be a hotel chain you've frequented in the last year. <laughs> Perhaps. Uh, or couldn't avoid oh. frequenting because they own so many hotels. That's well, it. Sarah Lane, it's time uh, to right. to go back to you. This was your first return to the prediction show in some time. Let's see how you did. Uh, your it first, was. Your first prediction, Facebook will build its own HQ-like app. Now, when I'm talking about HQ, I'm talking about HQ Ooh. Trivia, which is at a year ago was a very big deal. And as many sort of fun game apps go uh it has it has waned in viewership not um in the sense that no one's using it anymore but it 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 has lost a lot of the viewers that it had before however in june um in fact june 19th of 2018 facebook said uh that they were announcing new ways for creators and publishers to create interactive videos specifically starting with polling for live and on-demand videos, oh. as well as gamification for live videos. With these tools, partners can add a range of new interactive features to videos, such as polls, quiz questions, challenges, and more. It goes on. But in, in my mind, and, you know, call me out if, I, if you think I'm wrong, but I think that this was Facebook's way six months ago of saying, well, we're not really going to, like, actually say that we're taking on the idea of HQ Live, but we're going to add these features for anybody who um, is trying to use Facebook as a platform for video, which of course the company is interested in doing. I mean, it sounds uh, like they outperformed your, you know, instead of just doing an app, they did a whole platform. <laughs> right. And I don't, here's the thing. I don't know a lot of people who have taken advantage of this in any uh, sustainable way, which you right. know would would be monetary, right? Um, and I'm I'm sure there are exceptions, and I'd love to hear about them. But Facebook did clone HQ mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for this purpose, so I think that my prediction is right. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, look. I think that the, that your prediction almost certainly would have been a hundred percent true in that Facebook would have went to a some a production company that currently does games or has done games in the past, so they could make Facebook exclusive content uh, uh, that they would utilize things like this, uh, uh, you know, features like this. But the problem is, is that they kind of lost a bit of their steam for paying for live content in in 2018 at least compared you're to talking about facebook. facebook facebook losing their steam yes uh, yeah uh, and so i think this is, these are certainly features that would allow somebody to do it but it is not facebook creating their own app in which these games would live nor is it I know, facebook I know. paying for people I, who do but I, like content yeah yeah no you're right you're right however i do think that if the market were hotter for this sort of thing again mid-year this was june yes then it would have been more of a um a straight up clone oh i think 150 percent. if they were still handing out money for live content and therefore had 
another 2018 version of targets that they wanted to go to and find what's hot and live. Let's pay for that. Let's pay for clones. Let's play for other people to do their versions. There is zero doubt in my mind that they would have built a very uh, integrations, custom integrations that would have made an HQ experience a uh, very viable on Facebook. Unfortunately, I think their appetite for trying to sell advertising on live video didn't quite reach that point. Well, what they're doing now is is Facebook Watch. That's that's their new focus. Yeah. Uh, Facebook Watch, where everybody watches the same thing together, is their way of trying to juice that that video, uh, that and and milk that video money pot to mix because, all because the metaphors together. It's very hard to put ads on live video yeah. unless you are there for a very long time. It's hard to jam a thirty second ad right. When you click on, oh, I want to see what up, what's up with somebody live right now. And then you miss 30 seconds of it so right. you can be an Aquaman thing. Like, I don't know. That's bad. Well, I, I'm going to give it to Sarah, though. Anybody anybody disagree? I would say partial. Partial. <laughs> Justin's only giving you partial. Scott? I give her a I mean, big, I, big I, I felt like this was a full, but okay. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I give her a full. I think if it's a pie, you get most of the pie. So like eighty percent. Give me the pie because my next prediction is for sure not <laughs> part of the pie. Full point, full point for Sarah. Uh, yeah. yeah, because you definitely don't have any pie coming for predicting that Amazon would buy Slack. I really, you know, okay. So again, we all are Slack users for a variety of reasons. Um, um, partially for our own stuff. Um, and and for you know other channels that we're a part of, I I'm a big fan of Slack. I've actually become a very big fan of Discord over the last year, and they're not direct competitors. They're no. good in their own ways, but um, for that reason, I realize that Slack is not always the best place to you know get a lot of people. Anyway, that is neither here nor there. My prediction was that Amazon would buy Slack. That did not happen. Um, in fact, uh, the latest rumor, and this is this is actually uh, quite recent, um, Recode actually uh, mentioned that not only Slack but Airbnb were both going to um, IPO in the Q1 of 2019, and they would be uh, the direct listings, um, meaning that it, it it it's it's basically. Um, it's it's the way that Spotify listed itself, which at the time, what was that a year ago now, hmm. um, was um, you know v- very sort of confusing to people. Like, oh, Spotify is not you know not working with with the banks traditionally. Blah blah blah. Whatever. Um, Slack is uh, a a I don't know. It's a it's a it's a company that uh, I. I truly thought would be acquired by this time last year, and it was not. So I'm just going to go ahead and eat my crow. I'll be interested if they do an IPO. Doing a direct listing makes sense. Uh, That seems to be the new way to say, you know what? We're not going to sell to people in advance. Uh, We're just going to build on the buzz and go right to the market and and take the risk. Um, So I'm not surprised if they do it, that that would be the way they do it. Microsoft Teams is starting to outpace them, though. And... I feel like Slack needs the boost. Maybe the reason Amazon didn't end up buying Slack is Amazon isn't in the productivity software space, right? They're in the enterprise space, but they're not in the productivity software space. And the reason Teams has got such a such a, a huge amount of momentum right now is because Microsoft already is in your business 
with Outlook and Word and Excel. And so they just throw teams in as part of the package. Boom, you're How there. How would you not call that productivity space, though? No, that's what I'm saying. Microsoft is in the productivity space. Amazon is not. Amazon isn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Amazon doesn't have reps calling companies and saying, hey, can you get on the Amazon suite of blank unless you're talking about AWS? Right. So yeah. Microsoft Teams is taking off because... The Microsoft Teams being the Slack competitor, taking off because Microsoft is in the productivity space. So it would make more sense for Google to buy Slack since Hangouts really isn't that. But Google doesn't seem to be doing that sort of thing these days. They're not Shutting going down Google Plus, in fact. Well, and they're not going out and acquiring companies either. Nope. Uh, so I, I feel like Slack... And Stuart Butterfield probably wants Slack to just become a, its own company and build from there. And 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 he doesn't want to sell it to someone else. If they can get a successful IPO, then, you know, more power to them. Uh, I, I would think otherwise, if they don't IPO, that they probably would get acquired by somebody. But if it's not Google, I don't know who it is. I mean, Apple? Salesforce, maybe? Or- Salesforce. Salesforce would be a very interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it would be. I could see that. Apple doesn't acquire companies like this. Everybody's like, Apple should buy Netflix. You know, Apple should no, buy no, this. No, no. The, the, reason, the reason why I, I, I would think Apple, and I do think it's different than Netflix. And, and by the way, considering where Apple is, is going, uh, uh, the, the Netflix thing I never thought was nutty beyond the fact that Netflix was too expensive. And, and there have always been questions. Well, it, it, it made sense on paper. It was just a thing that neither company wanted to do. Netflix yeah. didn't want to sell and Apple didn't want to buy, you know, yeah. for whatever reason. The only thing I would think with Slack is Apple is in the productivity space, although not quite in the enterprise level productivity. Yeah. Space. Uh, and and they could say, hey, look, like this is just the way that we want you, you and your small teams that all have Mac laptops are all going to communicate with each other. It would it would it would cap Slack's growth potential. But if they're selling, then they're selling. Amazon. I feel like Apple buys Slack. When it's young and unknown and great technology they can get for cheap. That's usually when Apple's they Apple's not stuff. buying Slack. Yeah, I don't think like, that's not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's my next prediction. <laughs> we have a show for that, but like. Mm, Save yeah, it for tomorrow. Not. Yeah. Uh, uh, prediction. Purchased <laughs> by Apple. There you go. You know, one of, the, one of the things I love about doing. Been wrong before. One of the <laughs> things I love about doing this predictions results show is it really shows you the more things change, the more they stay the same. HQ does not have the buzz it had. Bitcoin does not have the buzz it had uh, last year. Uh, X- Xbox, everyone was talking about Microsoft's going to ditch Xbox last year. That that has gone away. But at the same time, Fox buying Disney, that's still a current topic. Driverless cars, you know, and that, who's going to get there? That, still a current topic. That's mm-hmm. Disney buying Fox. Oh, sorry. Disney buying Fox. But, you know, you get what I mean. Yeah. yeah. I, I, for a second, thought you said Disney making cars, and I'm all in on that. It's just, Justin wrote, Fox <laughs> bought by Disney, and it, it screwed me up. I if the cars look like the they'll ones be so from. so cute. No, no, yeah. but do, do, do you guys, yeah, do you guys great get big. what I mean? Like, there's, yeah. there's, there's these things that are like laughable now. Like, really? No one's talking about Bitcoin surging. It's the opposite. But then there's these things that you look as if they haven't aged a day. Yeah. I mean, look, it, it, last year at this time, the way that the crypto conversation was going, it felt like the, the, a new stock market was emerging. It was the first time that my, my specifically my friends, friends that barely care about tech, right, were talking about cryptocurrency in a way 
that was and, and a sophistication that I don't hear them talk about many things. There was, there was seemed to be a baseline excitement even beyond the gold rush of of you know oh we got to get here early. It was like oh look there was a belief in this idea and Bitcoin is an idea that very much relies on belief and excitement to succeed. Uh, and then all of a sudden it goes away just like that it was gone. Uh, uh, HQ similarly it seemed like hey look. Trivia has been around forever. This is the new way you do trivia in a, in a, tev- a televisionless world. And now it's still there. It still has his audience, but there's a few less dilly dillies in the chat. <laughs> well, you know, okay. So when, you know, we're talking about driverless cars, this is something that ca- um, came to mind um, recently. And, and again, when we were talking about like, oh yeah, Disney, eh. um, imagine if you will, uh, that um, a driverless car that you're in the back of, is is following all the legal rules, but do you want the sort of slow and steady in the right lane type of car, or do you want maybe the you know a, a little bit more aggressive car? Still not not legally breaking any rules, but how does that fit into um, what might be when like we're all sitting a, in the back of you know cars that are dr- driving themselves? Picking a style of driving, you're saying. Yeah. Huh. Oh, I I want as fast as as computer. Well, sure, but uh, like, well, but like, yeah, like, but I, but well, like, I mean, what company do you trust to do that? It's kind of an interesting question. Yeah, because a lot of this conversation tends to get into the realm of sci-fi that I don't think is necessarily on the immediate trajectory of the technology that kind of necessitates this, like hive mind that talks to all the cars so all the cars can move at optimal speed and i don't quite think that we are there yet nor do i think that city infrastructure spending uh is going to make such a programmer idea a priority now tech surprises us all and if that becomes something that can seamlessly communicate between all cars and that's just something that happens over the next five years then you know, we will, we'll, we'll see. But uh, uh, until that time, I agree with you, Sarah. All right. I want to do something we haven't done before. Maybe we should do this more often. Uh, I'm looking at the 2017 predictions results show. So these are predictions from two years ago. These were the 2016 predictions. I'm not even going to tell you who they are, but I, I just think it's interesting. Uh, one was IOT will market itself on AI and collaboration with other Internet of Thing devices. I don't remember well, that, that. Well, that happened. I mean, that doesn't even feel like a prediction anymore. It's like, well, of course they do, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, so it was a 2016 prediction. Was that it? That was a prediction made at the end of 2016 for 2017. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Another one. Adobe will produce a fully featured Photoshop for the iPad. <laughs> um, that's happening, though. It's that not is here, finally happening. Yeah. 2019 will get it. So, yeah, finally we're getting it. Uh Mirai who, or variation. That, by the way, was it Scott? That was Len, Probably. actually. Len Peralta. Oh, it was Len. Len. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Kudus to Len. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Shannon predicted Mirai or variations of it will cause people in industry to take a closer look at Internet of Things products, consumer focused software to check to see if your Internet of Things products are vulnerable. Ooh. Sort of slow motion mm-hmm. is happening where. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. I mean, the, the, the idea of we are, we are 
every minute by minute realizing what a a a, a bizarre taped together uh, experience our digital lives are and we are becoming more and more horrified by it so I, I i am i am here for her prediction two years ago and uh this last one 2017 will be the year nintendo comes back i was right you were totally right that was you yeah that was that was scott's yeah that was that was your grand opus that is yeah, i that remember is, that one you should you should paint a beautiful, inspiring vista of of that moment in history and, and hang it in your in your house. All right, D- done. I know what I'm doing this weekend. Yeah. Uh, well, thanks everybody uh, for watching or, or listening. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun to to go back and look at these. We will of course be making our predictions on tomorrow's show, and then we'll do a look at those again uh, next year. Let's go around uh, the table, Scott Johnson. Uh, uh, thank you for having me on. I love doing this and, uh, I'm looking forward to whatever 20, 2019 will hold. Hopefully it uh, will match some of the predictions we're going to make on another episode. Uh, but if you're interested in following me, just find me at frogpants.com. Everything I'm doing is there as well as, uh, all my daily ramblings on Twitter where you can find me at Scott Johnson. Justin Robert Young, um, great predictions as well. Mm. Fingers crossed for you, buddy. Um, besides, besides those, where can people find all the all the great work that you're up to these no days? Need, no need to coddle me, Lane. Uh, <laughs> I, I know, I know an L when I need to eat one. Uh, all right, Justin, I, I took one too. I know we all do. Life, <laughs> life uh, uh, makes fools. That's what prediction shows about. <laughs> exactly. Taking the ills. Uh, uh, so yeah, Justin R. Young on Twitter, and, and God knows if I'll be even doing the podcast that I'm doing by the time the next year rolls around. So who knows? <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, Sarah Lane, thank you for a full year of Daily Tech News Show. Oh, Tom, thank you. That's kind um, of me. I know. I know it's been a year in a little bit of change and I hope it's a million more years to come. Roger Chang. Thank you as well for more than a full year on daily tech news show. Always a pleasure. Uh, and most of all, thanks to the folks who make this possible. Uh, we, we have a few other revenue sources out there, but 98% of our revenue comes from you, the person who supports us directly at patreon.com slash DTNS. Thank you for making our year bright. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, we love your feedback. It helps us make our show better and better every day. Please remember to send us feedback at feedback at dailytechnewsshow.com. We're also live Monday through Friday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern, 2130 UTC. And you can find out more. Tell a friend. Tell your mom. Dailytechnewsshow.com slash live. That's coming January 2nd. Tomorrow, though, the predictions show for 2019. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all. 
jewelry that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.